Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Hour of Change podcast. And as you guys know, that with every episode, you would never think the same. You would never move the same. You would never work the same. Because the information that we provide on this show is life-changing. And this episode is no different. It's no different. As a matter of fact, this... This interview here, I don't even know if I should, well, this conversation here was so unexpected, so, so, so unexpected, but um, I had the opportunity to have a conversation with someone that, for one, I didn't really know who he was at first. I knew his face, I knew I recognized his face from somewhere, but to put a name to the person, I did not know who it was at all until after the interview. But I was just sitting there like, I know him from somewhere. I know him from somewhere, but I just couldn't remember. But um, we had a chance to talk for a little bit, ask a few questions, and um, I was able to put it out today. So hope you got, well, not hope. I know you guys are going to enjoy this interview as much as I did, and uh, let's get ready. Let's dive right into it. Let's make it happen, and um, thank you for sticking here with me, and I just want to say that I appreciate each and every one of y'all for, you know, continuously coming back for more and more, and Malik Yoba, shout out to you as well for the opportunity just to have a short, brief conversation with you. And I'm looking forward to many more, sir. So let's get it. Let's sit back, take your pens out, put on your headphones, be ready to take some notes, and be ready to grow. Let's go. I like the spirit, man. Thank you. Why you say that? You're grounded in compassion. I think I got that from my mom's. I don't. <laughs> It'll come to you. Know. <laughs> How you gonna remember when you got the first place? Right. But no, I thought that was great. Thank so you. Ready, baby. Thank you. I'm so glad we got to do this. Oh he had yes. to, I'm telling you, he said he's like, first he's like, we're gonna do a second part to this because your shit is gonna blow up, and he was like, and whenever you're in Houston, we're connecting. You you a keynote speaker as well? I do a lot of things. Keep going. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to figure it out. He went on Instagram. He's like, my Instagram's not working. (laughs) Keep going. So, so, you know, you're so comfortable in conversation. Yes. I learned some stuff. Even though I know it, but you've reaffirmed things I know about you. Like, no matter how anxious you might be, you are going to push through and you will do it. So, I'm going to leave you fuck alone. I'm astroplaning with you because I see this in five and ten years. 
lot of stuff we talked about, how it scales, right? Um, and so the ownership that you feel sitting there answering these questions is what you're going to do tomorrow. And one way you can do it is you can immediately turn it into, you can make it anything you want. Right. As a keynote. I do it all the time, right? A lot of times one of the things I'll do is I don't stand on the stage. I literally, I will immediately go into the audience because of what you said, the transparency, the vulnerability, and I don't know everything, right? And so the millionaire mindset, essentially, what you're doing stuff is a fucking mindset. Mm -hmm. And so there's that opportunity to be interactive from jump with people that automatically makes them inclusive. You've seen me do my thing. Yeah. And that's part of the secret sauce, so I'm just going to... Which I definitely feel much more comfortable because even when I do my class, everything is interactive. Like right. I talk to people when I t when I was doing the social work component over at Davida, I did the same shit. They gave me a segment and they were like, oh, I need you to do this with this fucking PowerPoint. And I was like, nah. that's not how we're doing it. Yeah. Because I need the inter like the interaction feeds me. Right. You know so what I mean? If you immediately go in and say, look, I know I'm supposed to be here to be the keynote, but I don't want to. And I've, I've said this a hundred times. I don't want to come here as I have the answers to everything, which is. Mm -hmm. So your keynote speaker that said that thing over a hundred times, what means you have did over like a hundred gigs? Like keep going, keep going. This is getting more and more interesting. When this clicks for him, it's gonna be. <laughs> keep going. I, we have to we have to watch it click because. <laughs> keep going. That's gonna be so good. He said it over a hundred times. For <laughs> someone to say they have said it over a hundred times, that's 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 big. Is it? It is. I think it is. Okay. From my perspective. I love the Audi. 30. So by the time I was 30, I had already done it over 100 times. Oh, man, this is even getting more interesting. <laughs> and that was 25 years ago. Gotcha. So, um, uh, but no, I really think that's your secret sauce. I think that as you own it, I'm glad you brought it back to social work because I was going to ask you to lean into that even more. I love the way you contextualize it, and I think you can push that even further to own it. Like you say, yeah, I'm redefining social work. And I think that it'll come. Because the more you do this, the more articulate you're going to be about your own vision. And it distills, right? You, go, right? you literally go from a floodlight to a laser. Right? And so, in the, even in the last couple of weeks, you've been finding people Princess and Marissa. Mm -hmm. It literally will do this for you. And how you marvel at me in meetings where I'm able yeah. to that's because that's years of fucking Right? And with this particular iteration of my life, it's the f last five years specifically. So I'm watching you, seeing you in pre past, present, and future in the same moment. And uh, But I really think it's about owning the room tomorrow and just like from jump. Like, I'm here for this, but this is how we're going to do it. So um, you probably have questions before I even got here. So somebody hit me with, you know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. that will immediately take away anxiousness of I have to present versus it's the difference between participation and spectating. Right. So when people are spectators, it's this. But when they participate, then it's inclusive, then automatically levels play. And that's truly my one of my greatest gifts. Mm -hmm. To see me do my thing. That's really what it is. So people automatically feel pulled into it, no matter who the fuck you are. And from that I, the increase is greater. Right. Yeah. So I love you. I love you too. I appreciate that. I'd be in all of the insight. Yeah. Nah, because I'm watching you like 
know, you're comfortable in your skin as a person. And so it's fascinating to watch your reticence around 300 people. Don't fucking matter. It's like, it's really the same thing what happens when you, when I'm speaking to 500 people, 1,000 people, whatever it might be, it's only one person at a time. There's tremendous power when, if there's 100 people here, and I'm speaking to 100 people, but I'm like, so anyway, today I did blah, 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 and then I went blah, 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 and then, and then, then all of a sudden that person that you're looking at is like, oh shit, they're talking directly to me. And so it just, that's my two things. How long you been doing this? A little bit over a year now. Um, <clears throat> you know, we all suffer from this, well, I know f for me specifically, I guess everybody, we all suffer from this thing called inconsistency. And in the beginning, I was so inconsistent with it until I heard uh, Social Proof Podcast, Donnie Wiggins. She said that the only thing we achieve by consistently being inconsistent is remaining the same person. And when she said it, like something just clicked. Like, okay, I gotta stop. I gotta stop being inconsistent. I have to. I gotta stop being inconsistent. And I turned it back on late October and I've been grinding, getting it, getting it, getting it, getting it done. And, um, and we're here now. And what so, are some of the things you learned? Because you said in the interview the importance of just keep going. And that's really the secret to anything. The only way we fail is when we stop. Right. And as you said, either the only thing that's stopping me is me. And that's generally it. I mean, short of a fucking catastrophe, sickness, acts of right. God, you know what I mean, force majeure is gone, right? Um, so it's through getting to it, you got to go through it and just don't ever give up. 100%. So what have you learned from being more consistent? I have learned that you start, well, one of the major things for me is that you start to connect with people that are consistent as well. And through those connections, it helps push you to even be more consistent and keep going. Because, you know, once, I, w what I started to see was that the people that I was hanging with that was inconsistent kept me where I was at. But it's like the more I lead into that other part of it of being consistent, I've noticed, okay, I've seen how like for her example as well, right? I seen the growth along the journey and that came from her being consistent. And because I could see it, it's like, okay, they're all growing because they're being consistent. You just keep doing the same thing. And I'm able to have these conversations with them as well. So it's like, okay, I see it. And the message is all the same. You just gotta keep going. You just gotta keep going. And I've learned that the difference between well, in entrepreneurship for me, I see it's two different roads in entrepreneurship. And I think the confusion comes for people when they try to take advice from the people that's walking the road of starting and stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. And when you take advice from the person that's walking the road that just kept going, the advice, the advice is two different advice. So I start leaning into that advice more and I've been able to learn and grow more from that perspective, if that answers your question. Yeah. And you know what else? You got much more content for your podcast. Most definitely. <laughs> and it's you, camera facing the camera. Right. So, 
can I show the people who's asking me this question so I can be like, hey, y'all, can y'all let me know who this person is? They're going to scream. He said, they, he said, y'all going to scream. Can they see us? Yeah. Well, we framed up properly. Yeah, that's even better than what yeah. Can they see us? Yep. Yeah, they can see. So I'm here doing an interview with Tisha, and this guy shows up, and I'm like, I've seen the face before. Protecting the supporter. Yes, sir. I love that. I love that for you. You have a protecting supporter <laughs> with you. I love that for me, too. Everywhere you go. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You have, a lot, you have something that a lot of women wish they had. So cherish it. Hold on to it. I got You're something blessed. a lot of men wish they had. Which is what? A woman like her. Ooh, this is getting see, even see, better. The thing is, you see one aspect. I know her as a mother. I know her as a daughter. I know her as a sister. I know her... Come on, man. I ain't give you permission. Come on, man. For this, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> this shit gonna cost you, bro. This shit gonna cost you. But no, I know her. I, so as I sit here, there, I, I literally was envisioning her children here with me and just watching them watch her. You know, her daughter, who's four, will call her, I'm baby Tisha. That's just, and she walks around with the contractor, right. you know, shirt or her son. You know, we were talking last week about something and he was like, it's okay because my mom can fix it. She's the contractor. So the pride that her children have in watching their mother, right, do all of these things. They watch her cook and clean and, and feed and, and build and, and go to work and come home and love and struggle and be frustrated and be happy. And, and that shit could all happen in like five minutes. Everything I just said. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's a great um, example, I think, for men to honor women particularly black women, that are moving in the way that she is. And so um, the most important part is that she's constantly um, working to become a better person. Like, she certainly is not who, she, you know, people say you don't look like what you've been through. That's Tisha. That's like, Tisha. And she's she been through some shit. And so the fact that she can still wake up with grace and determination and fortitude and resilience and those kind of things. Um, it's inspiring. I'm inspiring just watching her. So there you go. That's amazing. That's amazing. I also heard someone say one time, if if you miss the through on the journey and you only see the now, you become envious and jealous of it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. People assume that we ain't all suffering, bro. You know, we had dinner last night. It was nothing but a table full of trauma. Fuck the food. It's a table full of fucking trauma. And I'm the old head at the table, like, What watching. do you mean by that? A because everyone is expressing their life experiences through a lens of their individual trauma. Right. And that's just normal discourse, right? And <clears throat> there are people who can listen to the same conversation and not identify it and contextualize it as trauma. They just, oh, this is just what it is. No, it's not normal. Abuse, neglect. Lack of affection, lack of clear communication. How did you, how did you notice all of that? Because I've, I've, I've lived a very, you know, Tisha said, transparency, authenticity, and curiosity, right? Lead with curiosity. And so you got to ask the right questions of yourself first. Why do I feel this way? What was that? This person said this to me. Why am I reacting like this? Why am I mad? Why am I no longer talking to that person? Why did I lash out? Right. Or why did I lean into the question? Right. Why am I now thinking about, um, uh, you know, you said something very interesting. Like you said that you no longer 
listen to the people who stop and start, right? You had a point of reflection, and then you realize you were at a fork in the road. You're like, no, nah, I need to go right, because these motherfuckers over here got it twisted, right? <laughs> right. And so that twisted state that so many of us find ourselves in is normal. It's normal that I disrespect you. It's normal that we disrespect our women. It's normal that we idolize materialism and we're distracted by things that aren't edifying who we are from a soul perspective, right? That don't build you up from the inside. Right? Why do we put so much value on fucking LV or Gucci or all the dumb shit and not value on the questions that you're asking and the search of self? Because we've been tricked. Who tricked us? It is a construct of a capitalist society. So there's always psychographic, right, information or, or approaches to things. So I know that if I approach this particular group of people from a psychological perspective, I'm going to get them to do X. You think before Instagram didn't come out, these motherfuckers didn't sit with psychologists and know based on the release of dopamine from the satisfaction of having likes and views that that's going to tap into a physiological aspect of who we are? And you're going to get people to behave a certain way. I watched this show on Netflix. I forgot the name of it. But exactly what you just explained, it shows us on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. But it's, that's been happening from time immemorial. It's why the very first newspapers, the headlines weren't, old lady gets rescued from a burning house. It was, dude chops the head off of X, Y, B, Z people. Right. Right? Because that's going to get people excited and interested, right? And the satisfaction of reading that and going, oh my God, I'm glad it wasn't me. Right? right or so that's just something that has always played into um those that know how to control the masses you know you said something just now that's that has me thinking you said you need to ask the questions about yourself first that's a lot of homework to do so it's what i started calling mirror therapy when i was a kid i used to look in the mirror they say that the eyes are the window to the soul the eye is the window to the soul have you ever heard that i have not okay so it's a phrase that's been around forever, the eyes are the window to the soul. So if that is true, and I would say this to myself as a little kid, I'd look in the mirror and try to look into my own soul. As a kid, I'm talking like 12, and have you seen 13. your soul? I think so. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's pure, you know. And um, it's, even if you have abuse, and I've dealt through all types of trauma, abuse, neglect, you know, all the shit, abandonment, all that shit. Right. But at the core is, you know, I was talking to a brother this morning who was a former Black Panther Party member. And he's recently going through um, cancer and he's been through a lot. He's 10 years in Leavenworth prison when I first met him when I was about 20 years old. And he's Tupac's uh, step uh, godfather. And there's a brother who just passed away yesterday who was also a Panther member. I uh, can't remember the first name, but last name was Shakur as well. And I said to him, I said, what is the thing that you will take away? And I've known this man for 35 years. And I said, what is the thing that, you know, he's literally just went through cancer surgery last week and he's going to chemo and radiation this coming week. What is the thing that you take with you? Like, what's the gem about life? And he told a story about the young man I just mentioned who passed away yesterday. Uh, and he said, you know, there was a time when they called another Panther member uh, to ask the same question. And he told me, it was a roundabout way, like I'm giving you a roundabout answer to what he told me. It was a beautiful anecdote that he shared. He said that 
what he asked him is, um, what is the one thing that we learned in the Panther Party that we always take with us? And he says, no matter what, it's an undying love of the people. And at a soul level, that's where he and I connected 35 years ago, an undying love of the people. And so if you move with an undying love of the people through all the bullshit, all the scandal, all the fucking disappointment, all the letting down, the backstabbing, when you can still get up every single day and sit with the grace that you sat with, ask these questions because you have a love of the people. But it starts with self. 100%. If you didn't love you, you couldn't do that. And you, because you love you, and you're like, okay, I want to be better, so I want to help other people better, be better, so let me find people who I think can help other people be better. That's rooted in the same condition, a love of the people. And that's why we all connect, huh? You can't use I none of this shit, though, <laughs> without a release. That's his intellectual property. You don't even know who you're talking to. It's all good, though. Malik Yoba is my name. Malik Yoba. Yes, sir. The name still don't click. That's good. It will? It will Don't worry. As soon as I, I'm going to get on my phone in a minute and start looking it up. <laughs> It'll make sense to you. He's It'll on make the younger side. <laughs> There's lots just been out there, baby. Gotcha, gotcha. New and old, but yes. With that, um, I'm going to definitely go back and play that and uh, listen to those questions you just said because that's a lot of homework that I feel like people need to do. Hmm? Ask those questions. Get those answers out. Yeah, tell me I your name again. DK. Yeah, what does it stand for? Derek, Derek Kelly. Derek Kelly? Yes, sir. That's your government? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Derek Kelly. And your podcast is what? Hour of Change. Hour of Change. Hour right. of Change. Make yes, it a sir. lifetime of change. Yes, sir. A lifetime of change? There you go. So, so what we General, got? Salute. Salute, General. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Baby, come on. Let me get the mic. Yeah, here you go. Thank you so much Bless for your you, time. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Up, up.